Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Change of Shift podcast, episode two, Spontaneous as it can be. I am your host, Sean, with my wonderful co-host, Emily. Good evening, em. everyone. Em, heck of a day. Ooh, it is a good day to be a nurse in the social media world, isn't it? Yes, it is. It seems that somebody in Hollywood made a faux pas. Oh, big faux pas. Big so, faux pas. don't know if everybody out there knows, we're going to start popping up some links in the uh, in the chat side of this. A um, couple nights ago, Miss America 2016 was held in Atlantic City. And uh, Kelly Johnson, who was Miss Colorado and ended up being the second runner-up, instead of getting on stage and singing, dancing, or doing some other talent routine decided to stand up and do a monologue in her scrubs with her stethoscope. Um, just that monologue caused a lot of attention. However, it wasn't just the attention that she spawned from what she did, um, which did get mixed reviews, by the way. Um, it was actually what happened on The View when they were discussing the whole pageant and they were talking specifically about the talent portion of it. And I wish we had an audio clip of this to play. Um, This is it. Their reaction to it was amazing. And what's happened in social media world has been even more substantial. So for those, and I'm not entirely versed with uh, the Miss America pageant, but there's a portion of it called, is it called a monologue? Is that right? Or, you know, the talent portion. Let's call it the talent portion. Yeah, it, it was the talent portion of it. And our fellow nurse, Miss Colorado, Kelly Johnson, decided to do a monologue. And her monologue was a story about her being a nurse. Um, the take-home message being that none of us are just a nurse. That we are lifesavers, that we are... We impact human lives, and the way that she presented it was very professional, very honest, and genuine. I don't understand why it wouldn't have been received well. Um, Sure, this is the Miss America pageant, and I mean, I don't know what the judging criteria is, but I always thought that professionalism and or um intelligence was high on the list of things when it comes to the Miss America talent portion. Well, and and I think it is. I think the the controversy prior to what happened on the view was is this really a talent? People were trying to differentiate between an inherent talent and a profession, which is what they were referring to nursing as, which is a step in the right direction by the way. Mm-hmm. Um but they don't understand what talent it takes to be in healthcare, the talent that it takes to be a nurse. So, you know, from, from my standpoint, I thought it took a ton of guts to stand up there and do what she did. Well, so let's just talk briefly about, you know, Kelly's presentation and we'll move on. It was that she told a story about caring for a gentleman who was in the early stages of Alzheimer's. And uh, she was speaking in, in regards to the confusion he would have at night, um, the terrors they have at night, and that she would have to continually reorient him, comfort him, reassure him. And through the course of the, the, the care that she provided over, I don't think she gave a specific time, but she said multiple nights, um, she developed a very good rapport with this particular patient. And I believe Kelly kept telling the patient every time that that she would reassure the patient that his response would be, thank you so very much. And I think she would nonchalantly and trying to be, um, I guess, humble would say, I'm just a nurse. I don't think she meant anything by it. I don't think any of us mean anything by it when we say it, because I'll admit it. I used to say it a lot. I'm just a nurse. Had a very bad night. The patient had a very bad night but he had a moment of lucidity 
frank conversation with the patient. Kelly once again said something along the lines of being just the nurse, and that's when the patient said, "You're never just a nurse; that you're my nurse." You know, Absolutely. and it it took her; it, she was taken aback by that. And to have a patient make you realize just how important and how vital and how much our job matters. And I think the take the the spin to this, and I don't want to say spin, is that not everybody can do this job. Absolutely. And I think that was what she was trying to say. That was her talent is that you can't do what I do. So why was that not enough during the Miss America pageant? I don't know. So that happened a couple days ago because I remember seeing it on my Facebook feed and a couple other places. I, I believe it was two days ago. Well, and it even hit, it even hit morning TV as well. You know, I happened to have the Today Show on in the background when I was getting ready today. And I had seen clips of her monologue prior to, and it, they even picked it up and, and showed a short clip of it and said, you know, they were, they were touched by what she had said. So she got a lot of really positive feedback from that avenue. So I was shocked when you guys started sending me links today about what happened on the view and the the absolute uproar it was causing. Well, so. yeah. So <clears throat> I'm actually posting. I'm trying to post a link. <laughs> Here it is. This was actually on uh, Huffington Post. This was posted back on. It was actually posted this morning. So and it, all it did was just comment on how great her monologue was. It didn't talk about the views. <laughs> incident. We're going to call it the stethoscope incident. There we go. We're going to call it the stethoscope incident. Maybe I should hashtag that. I don't know. <laughs> um, and it was a harmless post from the Huff Post. And then I think this TV show, The View, and I personally have never watched the show. I know about it and I know that there's been multiple hosts. Wasn't Rosie O'Donnell a host at some point? I believe so, yeah. Is that correct? I don't know. I don't know what the their shtick is other than, you know, they talk about they're on daytime, daytime television. So here's where things start to get, where the water starts to get a little muddy, is that uh, Raven Simone is, I don't know if she's a, guest, if she's a permanent host or not, or, or she's guesting. I don't know, because that happens yeah. a lot. Um, they started commenting back and forth about the Miss America pageant and they started talking about the other talents of other um, contestants and someone played the violin someone did something else and then Raven Simone and someone else commented on or let me dial that back a bit Raven Simone was saying that she never watched the Miss America pageant and that she felt it degraded women because the whole point of the show or the whole point of the contest was to merit a woman on her looks or her or a um a and hobby I, or a talent right and right? i believe they brought brought up the whole uh swimsuit competition yes swimsuit yes portion right of, so of raven well. simone was very passionate about her um dislike of the of the actual pageant and and this pageant has been around for decades correct it has. Yeah. So yeah. she she expressed her dislike. And then her one of her co-hosts segued right into what some of the other contestants performed for their talent. And then this and what do you remember her do you know what the woman's name is that actually said Oh Yeah, I know. That's the, I one go of the looking few things we now. haven't pulled up. So we did this too fast. And I wanna say yeah. um I don't know the woman, but the woman was. Thank you, Chili RM. Oh, thank yes. you very much. That's why we have a. This is why we. This. this is why we love Blab <laughs> right here. This is why yep. we love Blab. So thank you, Chili. So, co-host Michelle Collins starts to comment about the other talents, and then says in a very flippant and did, I don't want to say maybe we'll say degrading um, way of saying that. Then there was this this contestant who walks out in a scrub uniform with a stethoscope around her neck and her talent was basically reading her emails 
And she said, well, you know, she was coming out and she was going to have this monologue. So I was turning up the volume and I was, and she leans in and she's like, I was all interested and, and said something to that effect. And then that's when the comment happened. The comment. Yeah. So she was saying that, you know, I guess the contestants don't normally create their own monologue, I guess. So Michelle Collins was super excited because there was going to be a contestant that had their own monologue. So right. it's got to be good. And she leaned into the screen and then she was dis she made it sound like she was disappointed because the contestant's talent was that she was a nurse. Oh, she was just a nurse. Well, and the way she said, you know, she just thought she just walked up on stage and, and read her emails. And then she went on to, um, I think she backpedaled because she realized what she had said out loud and said she was caring for an Alzheimer's patient. Now, caring for an Alzheimer's patient. Now that that's not a funny, that's not a matter to laugh about. Right. So she was going on about uh, what you know, this, what Kelly was saying. And then someone helped me out here. Who was the member that talked about the stethoscope? Who was the co-host? Joy. Joy. Joy what? I don't remember her last name. Joy. Joy, you got to hang around for a while because you're going to be carrying us for, for <laughs> a little bit here. Hang around or <laughs> yeah. get into that open seat right there, sister. Yeah, I think I can, un <laughs> I could unlock the seat if, uh, if, uh, Chili's daring enough to come in. So, so Joy, as her co-host is laughing or trying not to laugh about the contestant's talent of being a nurse, Joy says out loud, and for everyone to hear, why is she wearing a doctor's stethoscope? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it, it was like this instantaneous gasp across the, the nursing social media world. You know, I, I am still absolutely pounded by what she said. I, and I guess, okay, we're both nurse practitioners. We both were bedside nurses, so <laughs> nursing is in our blood. So I immediately took the defensive, when did the stethoscope become a doctor's piece of equipment? And then I, I, I doubt it back. I stopped a second because I have a tendency with my Irish blood <laughs> to start screaming. I stopped and I thought about it for a second. I'm like, what healthcare profession out there doesn't use a stethoscope? Oh my gosh. Respiratory therapists, paramedics, medical assistants, nurses, doctors. I mean, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, who does, just who in, in healthcare does not use a stethoscope? I know. Because I know. you're using it for more than one. For, I, we could talk about just stethoscopes for a whole a whole hour. I, I mean, seriously. I Welcome, Mike. So I think that's where the the charge started. I think that's because I got a couple posts on my Facebook page from a friend of mine, and then I had a complete stranger post something on my Facebook page because I think they knew me from my uh, – <laughs> They knew me from my my YouTube show that I, that I started a year ago and then that I still do now. And I also have a Facebook fan page. So I think they may have seen me from there. I don't know. But they posted it. The first the first two posts I ignored because, you know, I was actually at work and I had to, you know, do my job with my doctor's <laughs> stethoscope. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so then I had a moment to actually read the post. And I read the long post and then I watched the video and I had to watch the video three times. Yeah. I watched it three times because I could I not believe the words that came out of her mouth. I did too. Um, and, and, you know, I usually don't get bent out of shape about stuff when it comes to people misrepresenting nursing. You know, we've, we've seen the controversies. We've seen the nursing organizations get very, very passionate about, you know, the sexist way that nurses are portrayed with their high heels, their, you know, their cap, their short skirt and their low cut shirts. Um, we know that that is not our profession. We know that's not what happens. Um, you know, there have been poor portrayals of nurses in TV shows, 
TV shows, movies, etc. I usually chalk that up to Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood usually nursing. does not represent us in any way, shape, or form. They don't represent anybody well in any way, shape, or form. However, when a public figure who has the ear of so many people, I mean, look at the damage that Dr. Oz has caused over the years. You know, it, it's that daytime television, and, and it's just like the joke. If it's on the internet, it must be true. You know, unfortunately, if someone in her position could so quickly make an offhanded comment like that, how many other people out there don't understand what we do? So I'm at the point right now where, you know, I was, I was, yes, offended. Yes, something needs to be done and a voice needs to be put out there. But now my question, Sean, and my question for those of you guys who are listening, what do we do about it? So I want to touch on two things you talked about. So the first thing is, is that we have been fighting the good fight ever since you became a nurse in regards to tearing down the horrible stereotypes. Oh, absolutely. I did not want to become a nurse because of of the sexy nurse stereotype. And then, you know, in my, in my own personal experiences, the, the gay male nurse. Okay. Correct. So that's another subject, a whole nother show. But let's talk about the sexy, the sexy nurse stereotype. Don't you think it's absolutely ironic that we're talking about a nurse who walks out there in her scrubs and stethoscope to represent her profession in a contest that judges her on yes. her sexy figure. Yes. How how big of a kick in the rear end is that to all of the people out there that support that horrible stereotype? She basically just told him to F off. She did. She did. She wasn't out there to look pretty. She was out there to represent her profession and to defend her talent. Well, and use talent. And she's not the first woman who has done that. Um, I'm going to need some help from the chat room again, because I wasn't, I didn't even think to prepare for this, but I think it was two or three years ago. There was a, a female medic who was also part of the talent circuit and part of the, um, the, uh, pageant circuit. She was a female medic who had been deployed and she had, you know, she served her country and very proudly served her country. And, and to me, those are the types of from a female perspective, those are the types of, you know, people in this world that we need to put forward for people to look up to. Um, I, I think it's fabulous that she didn't go out there and, you know, twirl a baton and, or, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it took guts to do that. And who knows, it, it might've been that talent portion. And, and like you said earlier, I'm not, not as familiar with the pageant circuit. It might have been that talent portion that caused her to not win. She was second runner up. So that's right. Yeah. You know, it's uh that took guts. That took guts and and it's gonna continue to take those type of people to change the perception of nursing. I guess I'm still stuck on the idea that this whole thing started with Raymond Simone not or, or showing her dislike for the pageant because it because it uh, objectified women. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that the nursing profession has been fighting the entire time the profession has been in existence is to stop objectifying nurses as the sexy nurse than the, than the handmaiden. And this was a beautiful opportunity for Hollywood and public figures to support that effort. And they failed miserably. Actually, ah, came through again. Yeah. So here's the other thing: is that you and I have this micro podcast show that is two episodes old, that has twelve people viewing. Thirteen. Thirteen. Woo-hoo! Drew. Drew has decided Yay! to join us. So Hi, Drew. Thir- Thirteen people viewing it. We have 
no fans. We don't have a, we have a fan page with two people who are fans, me and you. Uh, no, I take that back. Four, me, you, Drew, and Mike, because we literally just created this, okay? But you and I spent how much time preparing for our first two episodes? Oh my God, hours. And this hours. is while we're, we were both holding down our full-time jobs. Yes. We're holding down our full-time jobs and we're preparing for this hobby that we truly love and I'm going to have Emily help you out there, BK. That's um, my brother. Oh, <laughs> no. Who is one of my biggest fans, by the way. <laughs> Bow down. Bow down. So, yes, he does, Chili. So, you lost my train of thought. Oh, preparing. Uh, preparing. Yes. We spent all this time preparing with the expert tutelage of a very dear friend, Dr. Mike Seville, helped us out with preparing for a show. Yeah, and we under, we at least had the ins and outs of what was going on. Don't you think that these these Hollywood figures, these co-hosts on a TV show that has amassed how many viewers? And I, the last time I think I remember looking at the Facebook page, you know, it was like triple digit thousand fans and viewers. And if you look at their Twitter page, it's just as many people who follow them. Okay, you have that many people who follow you. That is your full-time freaking job. Yeah. And you couldn't take 10 minutes out of your day to think about what you and I just talked about. Sure, you and I live and breathe this, and it's our passion and our life. But if you're going to, quote, unquote, pull out that particular contestant because they dress in a professional scrubs outfit and talk about a profession as their talent, don't you think that's a cause for pause? Like, why did she do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do believe. But, you know, with... with wow, 714. Yeah. That's you crazy. know, with, with, that kind of, with that kind of follower base and with that kind of fan base, you have to take some responsibility for what you do. So now that we've kind of laid out the framework of what has happened um, and, and why the nurses in the social media world and in just in professional circles in general are so um, impassioned about what's happened. Um, let's talk about this next step. So we've had lots of conversation today between, you know, a, a group of us. So what's, what's the internet? What's the blogosphere? What's the, you know, the social media world? Let's talk about some of their responses because we've, we tracked a couple really good ones. Oh, Sean, um, do you have, do you have the, I do. I have a ton of them. One, so. I think the first one we should put up there is, um, let's talk about Hillary Helkin. And I, I'm yes, sure I yes, absolutely yes. slaughtered her name. Oh, why don't you uh, at least change our topic now? Okay. While, um, I, while I find this for you. Okay. So, and so everybody, some of us while we're stumbling a little bit here for your first <laughs> time showing up in Blab. Blab is a wonderful video chat app that is multi-platformed, meaning that we can have a conversation, whoever decides to be daring enough to jump on the video screen, or we can actually have conversations here via Twitter off on the right-hand side. So we're pulling in the conversations from Twitter, and then we're talking in real time on the video. Yes, Drew, we've been, I've left the seat open for you, my friend. So here is the Facebook post that my co-host was talking about. And I am going to, I'm going to actually put this one here as well. As part of the <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. So. I can sense the chum. <laughs> That's nice. Nice. So, uh, Drew, did you? I'm going to put you on the spot. Did you see the uh, the post that Hillary Helkin started after this whole thing with the the view? Um, um, she's a she's a nurse of 20 years. I put the link up on the side, as did Sean. Um, she, I'm going to pull it up on another page so I can quote it directly. Um, she says, "Today on the View, Joy Joy Bear and crew mocked Miss Colorado." Kelly Johnson. You may have to copy and paste it into your uh, browser there, Barb. Sorry. 
Um, she, uh, la, 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 for appearing on stage in her nurse's uniform, they asked why she was wearing a, quote, Dr. Stethoscope. So here's my reply. Hey, Joy and ladies of The View, this is my nurse's uniform for the past 20 years. I've put it on bravely and walked into hospitals to care for the ones you love. And she went on. That post has been shared almost 600,000, has almost 600,000 likes and has been shared almost 320,000 times. And that was put up on yesterday. So that was that was just the initial response. So since then, um, we have been tracking things that have been going um, on on Reddit. Um, and there are quite a few other other places um, like Gomer blog. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was yeah. fabulous. So segue for a quick moment. Hey, Drew, why don't you tell us about Gomer blog? Because you share a lot about Gomer blog. Actually, I don't. I'm not you very don't? familiar with. I'm not really familiar with that with that uh, with that outlet. But I will be coming becoming uh, familiar with it very shortly. Um, <clears throat> I'm just kind of flabbergasted by the um, sheer lack of um, preparation that a show of that magnitude. Um, just to echo what Sean said. I mean, it's irresponsible. Just completely irresponsible. First of all, if we take <clears throat> all the jokes aside of pageants, right? A lot of people pick on um, pageant contestants as being uh, or assuming that they're not very bright people. Uh, and that could be farther farther from the truth. I mean, it, it's silly that, you know, we just use that as that side joke or a lot of people use that as a side joke is, you know, they're brainless, twitless people. But what really came out today was, you know, this nurse, Miss Colorado, sp spoke so eloquently about her about her profession. It's the exact opposite of what everybody demands from a lot of these contestants to have a brain. And here you are. Here's somebody that just came out and and absolutely killed it with her speech, represented the nursing community uh, extraordinarily. You know, she's stunning to look at. I mean, that's 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 wonderful. Right. Um, you would think that, that would be the stereotypical pageant contestant or the, the ideal, what they would want to have. And yet this idiot who's also, you know, a, a female. All right. Why is she? Uh, no offense to you, Emily. But what I'm saying here is here's an opportunity for this host to push up another profession, to push up another woman in uh, an opportunity that is, you know, gracing a stage and showing what a real profession looks like, uh, some, something to aspire to. And yet she's so willing to, to cut that person down. It makes her and the rest of those panelists look foolish, completely stupid. I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon here, but I, I was genuinely insulted by their sheer lack of, of grace. I mean, it's just... I don't even know why she would do that. There was nothing funny about it. No, and I think that's what is upsetting the entire profession is that it's one thing to, you know, to commit a faux pas because you're uninformed. It's another thing entirely to turn it into the butt end of a joke that, you know, they're, they were trying to make fun of the contestant for choosing nursing as as the talent she wanted to expose. And while none of us would actually agree that, you know, we would use the term nursing as our talent, it truly, you think about it long enough, it truly is because, you know, Emily and I were talking about it earlier in the show. You might've missed it is that not everybody can do our job. No. So that in itself is a talent, you know, it's, I mean, let's simplify it. Not everybody can juggle. That's a talent. It's a physical talent. So being a nurse, have, you have to possess more skills, skill sets in one day than most people will do their entire career. And one of them, Sean, is usually juggling. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so here's, in point. here's my question now. Uh, and, and part of the reason why I don't tend to jump on the, oh, my God, I'm a nurse and I'm so offended bandwagon is because, 
you know, a lot of professionals just use it, use it as a reason to excuse the phrase bitch. Yes. You know, and, and so my, my, for lack of a better word, but God, I don't even know how to put it, but what do we do now? Yeah. What do we do now? I, you know, when I was in command in the army, I refused, uh, you know, open door policy, please come talk to me about anything you want. But if you're just coming in to bitch at me or bitch to me about something without at least three solutions, don't waste my time. I didn't get one. Just one. Yeah. So, (laughs) so here's, here's what I'm proposing. Instead of this being a, you know, let's jump on the view and let's absolutely trash them for being insensitive and, and ignorant. We have the capacity right now, and we have the ear of a lot of different people right now. Time is now to start educating. You know, we have this this great thing going right now. How often do nurses get something that go viral? Yeah. You know, how many professions have something that have this much this much publicity and this much, you know, exposure? Mm-hmm. So we really need to take this opportunity to put it out there, say, yes, this happened. Thank you, Miss Colorado. You did a great job. This is the next step. And quite frankly, I'd like to thank the people on The View for bringing this to everybody's attention. So the next step, where are we going through now with this? Well, I think so, you make some great points there. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead, Sean. No, no, actually, Drew, go ahead. I talk too much. But I think you bring up a good point in that, you know, as most nurses do and as most uh, people in the medical professional do, they improvise and they make things happen with their best of their abilities and their skill sets. This is no different. We're going to leverage this. And there's a, there's a moment to react there. You know, obviously you need to react a little bit and you're absolutely correct. Uh, it's now's the time to leverage this opportunity, they have done nursing, they have done the healthcare, a great service by opening up this can of worms, uh, allowing us to bring it to the attention, allowing it to go viral and absolutely leverage it to start the discussions around a whole number of things, you know, mental health about, you know, the profession in general, where I would have liked to have seen the view uh, take a better approach to this is to maybe have that discussion a little bit as, as opposed to coming from it from a crass perspective and, you know, just insulting somebody who happens to be in a pageant, um, leverage that and, and recognize the fact that even if it was an email, she spoke eloquently. She's, she was a great public speaker. I, I took notice to that. Her public speaking ability would typically crush a lot of people out there, but in that, in that particular situation, she looked left, she looked right. She, she held a lot of composure and she brought a lot of light to the fact of, you know, what she was doing. She was doing a lot for patients in, in a, in an area that doesn't get a lot of exposure, you know, Alzheimer's, um, you know, that's a huge, huge, huge opportunity to get the, the, the floor, for that particular um, that particular segment or topic or space of mer- of nursing, um, so you're right. I, I think this is a great opportunity. Maybe we shouldn't be jumping on top of someone's back like this, but um, in part, you know, I got to be honest. It's kind of fun to just you know point fingers at well, these I guys. <laughs> I would agree. I think it's okay to you know let's bitch about it a little bit. Let's get it off our chest because I think we all need to decompress and get it out there. I'm I'm the first person that'll say it because truth of the matter is I already had a nice long bitching session with my my wife about this. You know my wife being an RN and I know my wife is basically a mirror image of me when it comes to being you know a nurse and she didn't have a chance to see any of this. So when she got home and we were making dinner, I actually showed it to her on on my phone. And she actually had to walk away from the sink because she was ready to scream because it was so insulting. And I think we all need to get it out, but then let's move on. Um, it's Emily and I talked briefly about it in our first episode is that there's too much shouting going on in social media and it's time to start being constructive about it. Um, sadly, and I want to bring this up before I forget, I have already received an invite on Facebook to join 
a page that uh, bans the view. It's actually titled um, Ban the View in Support of Nurses Around the World. And here's what's disturbing is that it already has 11,000 people that are going to the event and another 71,000 who haven't even viewed it yet. So that's how viral and fast it is, but it's also kind of, it, it leaks to the source of the problem is that we as nurses get offended easily, but we don't do anything constructive about it. We like to bitch about the problem, but let's do something about it. And I think that's Absolutely. why Emily and I are here tonight is that we wanted to talk about it. We wanted to start a dialogue about it. It's got to be something positive and constructive. So, I think bitching is part of it, though. <laughs> well, absolutely it is. Because unless you have something to, you know, that you're this passionate about, it's not worth it's not worth charging at that windmill. Um, and you know what? And as nurses, we do charge at a lot of windmills. This time, though, I think we have you know, Drew, like you mentioned earlier, I think we have the the potential to have some leverage and, and make a statement for our profession. Um, we've been tracking today between the three of us and with Mike. Um, I'm sorry, I'm pointing at my screen like you guys can see it. <laughs> at least I'm not pushing the little. OK, so everybody in the, the chat room, the little where are they? OK, there we go. Let's see if I can do this. Those little hand clap things. Those are those are applauses. So if you if you like, wait, there you go. There you go, Ben. Yes. That's what brothers are for. Um, so we've been tracking all of these different hashtags. Um, Nurses Unite has been a big one. Um, this is not, what was it? This is not a costume has been another one. Nurses listen. So what I would like to see, a lot of people put, oh, change this on your profile picture for whatever. I would like to see nurses with their stethoscopes and that's already trending. Um, I put the, the link up there for um, the American Nurses Association and they are pulling all those, those photos that, that nurses are posting on Twitter. Um, and, and it's great to see nurses in their element and nurses proud and standing up very proudly um, and saying, yes, I am a nurse. And, and to me, that took a lot for me to be able to do coming from the, the hardcore world of being, you know, in the military and saying that, you know, I've proven myself as a female in a man's world. And yet I'm going into a profession where, you know, it was one of the three professions or four professions that were acceptable when women were, shall we say, oppressed? Ooh. Oppressed is a good word. So, Go ahead, Drew, you had something to say? Or? Oh, well, you know, that, that it's it's interesting. You know, um, she just brought that up about, you know, I guess gender in, in the workspace. And I'm, I'm curious to, well, you've got two male nurses here who are equally as offended that, uh, you know, in, in this scenario. And, you know, it, it's nice to see that, you know, uh, the insulting and the support is going well not the insulting but the insulted and the support is going across genders and and uh you know for once you're getting a little bit of a pushback from the entire profession as opposed to just one side you know um, so it's, one it's side and one segment of it yeah so yeah. it's i i love the hashtag nurses unite i think that's that represents it the best um i mean I, i'm looking at just to kind of change the subject a little bit, but along those terms, the um, the U.S. Nursing Workforce Trends in Supply and Education. Uh, this is put out by the Health Resources and Services Administration in April of 2013. And keep in mind, we are in the middle still of a nursing shortage. shortage. And in this document, um, it says there were 2.5 8 million RNs, including advanced practice RNs in 690,000 LPNs in the nursing workforce at that time. You know, that's, that's a, such a significant number of people that I would venture a guess to say that there isn't one person out here that doesn't know a nurse. You know, how many people know nurses? Just about everybody. 
And my brother, who's still here, is two. <laughs> <laughs> so both my sister and I are nurses. So this affects a lot of different people. What's funny is that, you know, while I was watching the internet when I could today, it was amazing how many nurses I knew from Facebook who were going to the Views Facebook page and they were posting their uh, discontent, their dislike. And there were a lot of posts that were very emotional and used some very colorful words, but there were equally as many posts that showed how respected and how respectful and professional we can be and just how articulate we are that many nurses were expressing in a very professional manner that you know you've done you have done a disservice to our profession a profession that saves lives on a daily basis a profession that if and when you show up in the hospital you're going to depend on us to get better and you didn't take the time out to at least research what you are joking about on your show. Um, I actually started to type on my phone. I was, I had a, you know, my, my Irish uh, blood went on to the view and I started just tippity tappity tap tapping away. And thankfully I got pulled away to do something that, you know, required my attention at my job, you know, the job that pays me. And um, I stopped, went back and I looked at it and I went, you know, I always tell everybody I know, and I always tell my wife, you should never communicate something professionally when you're angry. Absolutely. You need to take a breath, step back, and think about what you're about to say, because it's never the right thing when you're using your anger. Emotion is one thing. Anger is another. When you are pissed off, you need to walk away and take a breath. And well, I was pissed off. Words, <laughs> words are one of the few things in this world you cannot take back once yeah. they are said. And, and we're in a situation, too, with social media that eh, it's not only said, right. but it's trackable, copyable, and, and it's going to be out there forever. Which is another reason why I was pausing. <laughs> so, Well, I think, I think uh, to, to that nature, I'm going to take the opposite approach. And I'm going to say... You know, for once, nurses have the right and the ability and they should let out the dark side for once. All right. Sometimes you have to call a hypocrite and a hypocritical show exactly what they are. Yeah. All right. A lot of those folks that are on there have a pro, well, I'll just say certain type of political agenda on on their on their side. They claim to be very inclusive. And yet the words that come out of their mouth are very exclusive. All right. Um, so I take exception to that. And I think, you know, I applaud you for holding your words sometimes, but often nurses don't stand up for themselves and they do have the right and the ability and they should speak up, but it should be eloquently, you know, come out, come out and, and tell them exactly what you feel, and what you think. That's why, Absolutely. unfortunately, the, the profession has been walked over for a lot uh, for many, many years. Many nurses are not paid what they're worth. And, you know, for whatever it is, whether it's the corporations or whether it's the institutions, whether it's the preconceived notions of the gender or whatever it might be for years and years and years, um, a lot of nurses are walked over and they're just not, you know, even, even to the, to the point, like there's a lot of professions out there, they get tipped, you know, mm -hmm. and nurses don't accept tips. It's just a faux pas. No, no, that this is my job. This is what I'm supposed to do yet they're not tipped. And I'm not saying that we should be tipped, but it's the kind of mentality that goes along with this. If you're doing a great job, you should be commended. And nurses across the board, for the most part, are doing a great job. And something like this sets the profession back eons. Yes. And for somebody that's out there, you know, trying to, you know, bring and shed some light to something that's very, very positive, for some nitwit to be on there and use her, her perceived authority on a major network across the United States and across the world, I think just does big disservice. So, well, and, and not, not only are we expected to give and give and give, um, and not only do we emotionally put our, 
personal lives aside to be able to care for our patients in a way that they need. But we also are on the receiving end of a significant amount of physical abuse by patients. It is not uncommon. I have been spit at, had punches thrown at me, been kicked, been sworn at. I, and and that's minor compared to what has happened to some people. And the physical abuse that nurses take, we are still expected to simply take because they are our patients. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there isn't even legislation or, or laws on the books that protect us in many cases. And instead, we even have organizations and in, in hospitals that instead of allowing their staff to press charges when they have a patient who is assaulting, you know, that's assault and battery. You go to jail for that stuff. Instead of allowing their staff to press charges, they're told that they cannot, you know, it, it is, it's beyond reprehensible for us to pay and, you know, open up that whole, I'm just going to open up that can of worms, paying all that money for your education you know, I hit the hundred thousand dollar mark for mine. I wish. You know, I'm. I'm gonna. <laughs> I think mine was a little past. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean. We're paying all this money for this education to get into a field that has a super high rate of burnout, and you know, and and we're giving emotionally until we have nothing else to give, and yet, it is okay for us to be the butt of a joke. I think Drew makes a great, yeah, there you go. Mm -hmm. I think Drew makes a good point that it, that we should be allowed to let it out, let the dark sky, let the dark side out. But while I think the dark side is permissible because of this incident, I still think it would weaken what we've been trying to do all these decades in trying to establish ourselves as a separate entity, as a separate profession, you know, we're no longer just a uh, learned skill, but now we're a profession. We want to be treated like independent thinkers, independent profession. Then we should act like a professional when we get pissed off because if you want to, quote unquote, have the same treatment that physicians do or, you know, other healthcare professionals do when it comes to the way that they're spoke of in public, then you need to act a certain way. Do I think that means not defending us and not defending our profession? Hell no. But you need to do it in a professional manner because whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, you are a nurse 24-7, 365. You may not be on the clock, but you are representing your profession every time you breathe. That is the job because we do more than memorize science because there's an art to nursing and a science to nursing. And I think that was the point that, you know, Kelly was making when she came out as a nurse is that, you know, I go back to the whole talent thing is It's not just enough to know anatomy, physiology, illness. It's not enough to know how the human body works is that you have to be able to relate to the human on a humanistic level. You take care of other human beings and we get literally crapped on and we're supposed to just take it. And I think that's crap. You're not supposed to just take it, but you need to spin it in a positive, professional, productive manner. Because if you're going to come at me, come at me, bro. If you're going to come, come at me, me if you're going to come at me screaming like a high schooler, spitting off profanities and telling me where to put it, I'm not going to listen to you. But if you come at me with a loud voice and you can articulate a sentence and you can tell me why you're wrong and how to fix it, I'm going to listen to that. I'm not going to right. listen to you screaming like a baby. I agree. I completely agree. 150 million percent of even if that even exists. <laughs> um, however, I think collectively, 
the and pardon the language i think the collective uh weight of the balls that people need to show i mean we show we show a lot of gumph throughout the day it takes a lot of bravery to go in there every single day and have to deal literally with holding your patient's hands and and their lives in your hands every day some some of us have you know 10 patients some of us have 17 some of us have one patient but the the sheer responsibility of that it shows the bravery that a lot of us hold every day. Some of us are still growing, but something, there's a gap somewhere that for years and years and years, I think a lot of that camaraderie and, and, and support of our coworkers, our colleagues, et cetera, something like this may just pull people together and say, you know what? You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. I don't know what your pre preconceived notion is about this, but take a look at this lady up here in, in the in the top right hand corner. You know, she's a flight nurse. She's a nurse practitioner. Have you ever had somebody that got into a car accident? Anybody that had a life threatening issue that was remote? You have somebody like this looking over you. You have an angel flying you from point A to point Z to save your ass. You know, oh, I'm sorry, I can't take care of you because I've got a doctor's stethoscope around my neck. She's not an MD. She's, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't pull you out of that car today because I've got my doctor's stethoscope mm -hmm. on. How that's that's completely crass. I, I completely understand. But internet high five, Drew. <laughs> right, internet high go. five. Leverage this opportunity and as a collective voice and singularly and as a collection, we should this is what's making us stronger. Us talking about it, the audience that's coming in here, the people that will see this on the replay, share this. Share this with every nurse that you know. Share this with people that you know were cared for by nurses or that will be cared by nurses because stuff like this is just ignorant. And, and you know, I, I, think, I think her words in her monologue, we are not just the nurse. We are mm. never just the nurse. And now it's time for us to stand up and be very, very proud of not being just the nurse. You know, healthcare takes an entire team of experts to get that patient from door to discharge, to get them home, get them feeling well. It takes home healthcare aides, home healthcare nurses. You know, it, it runs the gamut. And nurses are everywhere in every stage of that healing period for a patient. Um, so for me personally, there are a couple of things that I would like to see happen with this. The first one we've covered, we have a, you know, the hashtag nurses unite. We have a uniting incident for us to stand up and be proud but we need to keep being proud. We need to keep discussing it and keep taking the time. You know, Sean, you've mentioned a couple of times that this is a hobby for all three of us. You know, we, we spend 12, 13, 14 hours a day doing our jobs and then we come home and do this. Um, so we need to continue to have this collective voice. The next thing, so that's within our profession. The next thing I would like to see happen is that we continue to be very vocal in public about what we do. And in this case, in our case, it is in social media. We have, you know, Sean, you and I have blogged for a long time. Drew, you've been at it for just as long, if not longer than we have. Now is the time to continue on this wave of exposure. So I... I'm not going to demand any type of an apology from anyone. I just, I, I, I think apologies are cheap. My thing, I want to see more positive exposure for nurses in, in the mainstream media. Um, I, I think there's a lot that can be said and a lot that can be done with the types of audiences that a television show like The View has. Um, so I, I would like to keep seeing you know, Sean, you and I spoke earlier um, that we kind of have a campaign now. Hmm. So it's, you know, keep using the Nurses Unite hashtag. Um, and I'd love to see tons of pictures of nurses with their stethoscope. We all have profile pictures. Think of if, if we've got over, um, over 3 million nurses in this country, 
think of how many stethoscope photos that is, you know, it, it, it has the potential to continue to maintain that exposure. You know, and the, I think, I think Littman should sponsor your podcast. <laughs> well, we, I love my did, Littman. Did you, did you see the, the Gomer post? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the, uh, the Gomer blog post was about. Was, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me see if I can repost that because it was actually pretty funny. Got you got it. Yeah. So and it this literally was about you know, because um, the Gomer blog is a is a satire blog that um, pokes fun at the reality of healthcare in a very sarcastic manner. Um, <laughs> I love. Yeah, that. yeah. So. They they tell the truth. They kind of you know we're all we're big. I'm big fans. I know that Emily and I are big fans of Z Dog MD. They kind of do what yeah. Z Dog MD does, um, but they don't have videos. They do it in blog posts, and they turn it into like a a, a um, news release format, which is really cool. Because I've posted a couple of those posts on my Facebook fan page, and on two separate occasions, I've had nurses get pissed off because they thought it was a real newscast. Like, like they got really angry. Like there was one about, uh, it was joking about, um, the, the care plan was being eliminated from nursing school. So I had like half a dozen nursing students be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what nursing process? And then, when I, and then when I broke it, um, this is just a joke. They were like, that wasn't funny. Not at all. <laughs> Cause I was really excited about that. So yeah, you know, I, that's, you know, I think why Gomer blog does that is so that you realize you should not believe everything you read on the internet. Oh, same thing with the onion. <laughs> How many times have we seen, you know, I've seen posts pop up on my feeds in different places and ha did the whole, uh, it's the onion. Yeah. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. So, um, so what do you guys want to see out of this? I mean, I've, I've put up my, uh, my two cents. I'm What's your rolling hope for all with this? the exposure. Um, oh, if you would have told me a year ago that negative publicity was better than no publicity, I'd have told you you were full of it. But having, regardless of what kind of pub, pub, I can't say publicity. The fact that the spotlight is on our profession should be enough. Mm -hmm you have a chance of getting people's attention now because it just went viral. That's the whole point of why we're here tonight. Like this was not a scheduled podcast show for us. This was a spontaneous ride the wave and get online and talk about it now because obviously people are passionate about it. You know, there's hate, you know, fa Facebook pages that are hating the view and wanting to ban the view altogether. The, the ANA on their Twitter feed has, I don't know if they did it on purpose or not. I didn't have time to find that out if they challenged their viewers or not, but there's just post after post after post on the ANA's Twitter feed of nurses with posts of them with their stethoscopes. And then I posted my stethoscope picture that I posted up on the Facebook feed over there and it's, it's garnered and I have a very small Facebook fan page, very small. I don't even have like 1700 followers. It's very small. And that post was viewed and shared almost 16,000 times already just because of something simple. I, I just put posted with, you know, the stethoscope in my hand, saying that the stethoscope was a universal tool used by all healthcare professionals, that there's no such thing as a doctor's stethoscope. So I'm utilizing the, the wave to try and get my word out there and especially get our word out there with this new show, this new movement that Emily and I have decided to undertake. Um, we feel very, very passionately about the change of shift and everything that it can become. So we're taking it small steps. I think we, we have a tendency to dive head in and then realize we're drowning. So we need to back up a little bit. Um, but that's the idea is to garner conversation, to get people to notice what's going on, you know,
Um, that's why I posted that picture with, you know, those few words and just the stethoscope is, it, is to garner a conversation. And what's really interesting is that just on my Facebook fan page alone, and I keep using my, my example because, you know, I happen to see it all day, is that it actually garnered negative, com negative comments as well, which was interesting. And it was simply because someone said in not so many words, really, Sean, aren't there more important topics out there? Or really, Sean, are we going to buy into the social media hype? You know, something along those lines. I have to go looking for the actual comment. And literally half a dozen nurses like ganged up on this person to tell him to go F off in so many words that you just need to get out of here and sit down because nurses are going to say what they want and they're pissed off. So I think a line in the sand has been drawn. And I think it's time, it's time to choose a side. You're either going to stay on the side Absolutely. that allows this to keep happening, or you're going to step over the line and start being the face of nursing and say, I'm proud of what I am and what I'm doing. And this is how I do it. Why is my nursing, why is my profession so great? I could spend weeks talking about it. Once again, that's why this podcast, why the change of shift was created, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, we've got tons of stuff to talk about. And, you know, I want to send out a shout out to the, uh, <laughs> the chair room. This is awesome. So my sister, who is a nurse, just logged in and uh, a very good friend of mine, Mike Sarber, just logged in as well, who is also a... Uh, Former Army medic, now in Army uh, CRNA. Nice. So, yeah. Yep. Who's about Congrats. to play? And they just both logged in. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know, uh, Sarah and Mike, if you guys have heard this whole thing, but uh, we're talking about the whole hubbub of uh, the view and the uh, um, the issues that happened that were spawned from the video clip of the monologue from uh, Miss Colorado. Um, who is a nurse. Um, and we're talking about how much we love love the profession, how much we need to continue to maintain ethics and our professionalism, but also finally push back and push back as a group of professionals against, um, you know, why is she wearing her, uh, you know, the doctor's stethoscope. So, so yeah, so Mike, Sean, uh, it's officially become Sean the uh, stethoscope incident. Stuff. I really am going to refer to it as the stethoscope incident. incident. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it would be great. You know, as we have people logging in here, you know, I want to make sure that they know that they can always be part of <laughs> of this converse conversation. Stethoscope, just clicking. Oh, <laughs> props. Stethoscope, props. Yep, that's, that's awesome. That is it. So, I guess before, that could be better than a suppository gate. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we go, we, guys, we've been at this for an hour. Um, and we're, we are still re recording. We still are. So, um, before we go, I think we should. I'm going to open up the seat here, see if anybody wants to jump in. If oh, God, I'd love to have some people join in. Sarah, Mike. In that case, I'm going to chili, jump chili. off and let some other folks join you guys. As always, Drew, love you guys. Drew, thank, thank you very much topic. again for your keep up the fight. Wonderful support. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. I'm off to get some revenge. <laughs> Good luck. Got, Take the shark with you. There's got to be there's got to be a Star Wars spin to this. There really has to be. So oh, yes, there will be. <laughs> See you, Drew. Bye. Wow. Yeah, I don't think anyone's bold enough yet. So that's okay, though. I'm liking the they'll, fact they'll that it's a little bit more interactive in the Twitter feed now. So Yeah, I do too. Do you, uh, do you remember the first time you called into Mike's show? Do I? No. I don't yeah. think I, you know what? I, I don't think I ever called in. I always, I was a lurker. Really? I was a lurker. Yeah. But back then, I, I didn't even, you know, I was, I don't even remember what my handle was because I was anonymous back then. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I was anonymous that's back true. then. So, so I think we should close this out, Sean, with uh, going over a little bit of of where we're headed with our uh, with our website that we got put up today. Yes, thank we're you. So super excited about that. Thank you so to my wonderful 
co-host.chef.com. So there's the link to the website that's going to go along with um, not just this podcast, but also with the conversation. Um, Sean and I are very passionate about continuing the conversation, you know, to go over a little bit of the history. We, uh, yeah, Mike, yeah. just watch the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Of it. Yeah. Now, Mike, you're not going to sleep because you're going to be ticked off too. Um, so our whole, our whole push with this change of, uh, reviving the change of shift is to look back at our profession, where we come from, where we're going, and how we can pull all the bits and pieces of social media into pushing our profession forward, supporting each other on a lot of different levels, whether it's emotionally, talking about things like burnout, um, our personal challenges, our personal uh, victories and what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm tired. I still um, like, I still like shared suffering. <laughs> ah, yes. Shared suffering. Um, you know, in, in the, uh, in the army, we call it embracing the suck. So oh, tell you, that's not just the army. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's, remember Marine Corps. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that's where our website is going. And, and the changeofshift.com is going to be our central place to it. So we're going to do a lot of long form blogging. We started that today. Um, and then we're going to also really try to push forward a lot of the other people that are out there in the nursing world that, that are huge participants in social media as well. Um, we're looking for a, a more defined place for us to gather and, and using blab as one of them. This has been great. Yeah. Um, I know we've, I know we've got quite a few people that have never used blab before and in part of this platform, and we've used quite a few other platforms in the past or participated in them. The reason why we like this one so much is the interaction with Twitter, the ease of logging in, the ease of having everybody be able to take that open seat. Somebody, somebody come on, log in. Um, so this is, yeah, we'll, we'll try and wrap it up here so that anybody can jump in. But, um, before I forget, this was a spontaneous episode too. Um, it was not scheduled. We do have a scheduled show, which I will put up at the end of this show, um, Thursday. So in two days on Thursday, September 17th at 9 PM Eastern standard time, we're going to be interviewing a fellow nurse blogger. Um, her name is Beth, Nurse Beth. She blogs over at nursecode.com. I will post that link here as quickly as I can. Um, she also has a column on allnurses.com. I think it's called Ask Nurse Beth. Once again, Nurse Beth at nursecode.com. She's been a blogger for, I want to say, a year or two. And um, we're going to pick her brain talk about her blogging, talk about her nursing experiences, and um, see what she has to say about the profession. And I think we're going to have to pick her brain about the stethoscope incident. I think we're going to have I, lots I of think, conversations uh, about the stethoscope incident. Yeah, I, I, think, um, yeah, I think we're going to have to use that as a conversational piece or a closeout piece from now on is the, uh, the, the stethoscope incident. I am coining that phrase, the stethoscope. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm still getting a feel for the stethagate thing. I like that though. So um, any closing thoughts, my wonderful co-host? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at that. 130 people logged in. We still have 10 people here. So what we're going to do now is we are going to stop recording in a second, but we want to invite everybody over to our post show in which, number one, we're not recording, um, but we open it up for a little bit more uh, free conversation. So if you are interested, we're going to be putting this up on our website as a podcast so you can listen to it at any point in time. Um, so give us feedback. Yeah. Check out thechangeofshift.com. So, and that's uh, a wrap for episode uh, two, my friends. And what do we uh, always say, Sean? What do we always say? Make sure, you check. Episode, make sure you check your own pulse first. There you go. There you go.